This is episode number 67 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. So this episode is brought to you by Earth Mama Organics, a company making effective and safe herbal care for the whole journey of motherhood, pregnancy, postpartum, breastfeeding, baby care, or even the loss of a baby. Because motherhood is a wild ride and we're all in this together. Personally, I used Earth Mama Organic products with both babies um, during my pregnancy, but also postpartum. Probably my favorite is the their perineal spray. So I would highly recommend checking them out either online or at a local store in your community. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jessie Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell. And Anita Lambert. Today we are answering a listener question and we're going to be talking about how to cope without doing full exercise or more intense exercise in that early postpartum period. So let's read that question from our listener, Mel. For women who are really into fitness, how do you cope without it for the first six weeks postpartum? I'm wondering about strategies for finding endorphins and self-care in other areas. Maybe even appropriate exercises you can do in those early weeks beside walking. Even though it's mostly rest for the first few weeks, I am surprised with the amount of physical strain that comes from constant nursing, carrying car seats, lugging around baby, etc., and the hit it's had on on my posture. Okay, so thanks so much for that question, Mel. This is a topic that we discuss often with our clients and patients, something that is so common for people to experience in this early postpartum period, how to not be exercising at a more intense clip if that is something that you are used to during pregnancy or pre-pregnancy even, and you really just want to get back to doing that stuff that helps you to feel more like your old self. Is this something that your clients talk about, Anita? Yeah, it definitely is. And um, I have some of my clients who are in this situation who are used to being super active. They're almost thinking about it while they're pregnant, being like, so those sweet, like, what can I do? Or um, like, how active can I be initially? That's, you know, going to feel good or, you know, be okay for my body to do. So I definitely would say this is pretty, pretty common that I see in the clinic too. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's such a great point, too, of people considering this during pregnancy and preparing for this to be their reality postpartum. Like, they're so excited to get back to exercise. They can't wait. And then it can be a good chunk of time postpartum until we really do feel ready to get back to more intense stuff. So let's talk about this. So first, I always question whether it's myself or my clients on what is the motivation to move our bodies like really what is this about um and i just want to clarify one thing from mel said in that question 
about having to cope without for fitness for the first six weeks. And first of all, I don't think that we need to go without fitness or exercise for the first six weeks postpartum. I think that there are are many movements and exercises that we can be doing during that time and that this is something we've chatted about on the podcast before too but it's almost this idea that we birth a baby we do no physical movement or activity until that six-week checkup and then we get back to doing all the things again so it's kind of this black and white and we try to coach more in the gray area of that so of course depending on someone's birth their recovery that person on an individual level getting them back to doing some movement before that six-week mark if it is appropriate for them and that goes along with this uh, this topic that I was bringing up before I mentioned that of what is the motivation to move So as Mel was saying, she feels achy and sore and she's surprised by how physical postpartum is because it is right off the bat, which is something we've discussed before on episodes as well too. Postpartum isn't uh, like rest time and sitting around doing nothing. It should be more sitting around doing nothing, but the physical care of a newborn is quite intense. So I think always coming back to what is the motivation to move, Mel seems like she wants to... Um, get moving and I say she and I don't know the pronouns here so apologies if we're using incorrect pronouns um, so Mel wants to move because she's feeling achy sore uncomfortable in her body so I think that there absolutely is stuff that we could be recommending to her to get moving and to feel better in her body without it needing to be high impact or high intensity exercise Yeah, I would totally agree with that. And going back to, I know, Jess, I was talking about your R's that you talk about, you know, the rest and recover and restore and retrain. And definitely a lot of, um, I think a lot like that rehab can start in those first six weeks, which does involve movement in various ways. And I would totally agree with you, you know, depending on how uh, your birth goes and, maybe some unexpected twists and turns with the birth. Like for example, with just like your first, you had an unplanned cesarean birth. So that'll take a different toll on your body than someone else who has a different kind of birth. Right. So it's, it's taking that into account. So you can, you know, plan or, or consider things ahead of time in pregnancy, but then really take what happens in your birth and how you feel after your birth into account when it comes to that movement. Absolutely. And along that same line of the motivation to move, this is a this is a big topic. It can be complicated and tricky and we can really dive into the mindset of the motivation to move. And if it is on a mental and emotional level and also on a physical level of just trying to feel more comfortable physical uh, physically in the body um, and movement can absolutely help to support mental and emotional health. But then let's also touch on the motivation to move postpartum to get back to intense exercise because people want to change the body composition. They don't want their body to look like this anymore, whatever this might be. And typically for postpartum bodies, which is very normal, is for that body to be squishier, have more fat, be softer, be bigger than what they are used to for their pre-pregnant body, for example. Um, So let's honor the fact that yes, a postpartum body is going to look and feel very different than a pregnant or a pre-pregnancy body for your normal. 
and just really questioning ourselves about why we feel like we want to get back to high intensity exercise. Like, what is going on there? Is it about fears around the body composition? Is it about wanting to lose weight, to lose fat? Is it about discomforts in losing, or I'm using air quotes here, losing your athletic ability, losing strength, losing fitness? What's coming up here for you? The second thing that I think is really important to talk about, and this is something that I've really needed to redefine for myself over the last, gosh, five, six, seven years, is what does a good workout feel like? What does a good workout look like? But really, truly, what does that what does that definition mean to you? So for me, the definition of a good workout, let's say six, seven years ago, pre-pregnancies, pre-children, um, when I was, when my mindset about exercise was not flexible whatsoever, it was very rigid, a good workout looked like at least 45 minutes of intense movement, of sweating, of lifting really heavy stuff or moving very quickly. I would definitely feel like totally done after that session. I would for sure be sore after it. That's what a good workout used to feel like. And that is just not at all what I need or what I want in this time period for my body. So a good workout for me now looks like (laughs) anything at all most of the time. Um, That could be just daily care of myself and my children. It might be 10 minutes of strength training two times throughout a day. It might be 25 minutes of getting a workout in in one fell swoop. It might be doing some glute exercises on the floor. What I really want to stress here is that my mindset about what a good workout feels and looks like is very flexible at this point. And I think that that has supported me physically and mentally so well in postpartum. Yeah, I definitely think it's a good point to bring up about uh, like the time. And I know we've talked about that in other episodes as well is especially if this is your first um, baby that you may be used to those much longer workouts before having children. And I think the sooner we kind of can wrap our head around, you can still feel good after a workout or a movement um, session in a shorter period of time. Um, the more you can get used to that, I just think you'll feel more energized after it's already kind of mentally wrapping your head around that, if that makes sense. Cause I know for me, that was the case too. Like after Pippa, definitely workouts got shorter. Um, and now after Jack too, like they're shorter and they're broken up throughout the day, like Jess was talking about and they feel good. They give me energy. Um, and yeah, they don't look the same as they were pre kids. Yeah, definitely. And all of that is totally, completely fine. I think that we really have these set ideas about what exercise and fitness is and what it looks like. And we really just need to turn that on on its head a lot of the time. Another thing that has been so interesting for me postpartum is I hate being sore. (laughs) I hate having sore muscles. I like the teensiest bit of soreness maybe the day after that reminds me that I did some stuff that felt good yesterday, but I cannot handle muscle soreness. It, I just think that it takes me out of my body. It frustrates me. Um, It interferes with my parenting. So like, I remember 
workouts back in university where I was so sore the next day they you know you can't get down to the toilet in a squat fashion you just have to drop yourself down not at all interested in that in these years probably ever again but never say never but for now it's not at all something that I want to do because it it interferes with my daily life okay and the last thing we want to touch on back to this motivation factor like why really why are we peeling back the layers of figuring out why we're missing that intense exercise so deeply so for example say someone and I'm not putting this on Mel because it seems like her reasons for wanting to get back to some movement um, are slightly different than this so but for someone who might want to get back to exercise at an intense level they're feeling like they have to work out hard to be okay and whether that is physical or mentally and emotionally, and often this falls into more of the mental and emotional categories, what is it about that? Why do we need to work out at an intense level to feel okay and to feel whole and to uh, feel like we are patient parents or um, that we're able to think more clearly or be more creative? Why are we needing that? And if we are needing the exercise to feel okay and to be okay in our lives, then I think it absolutely is worth exploring what else can also make us feel okay. And this is a really good opportunity to do so, perhaps when that intense exercise period needs to be pushed aside for a little while to allow the postpartum postpartum body to really heal and recover. So what else is there for you? What else can you do and is the intense exercise is it covering up something like you're not sitting with the discomfort or the feelings and you want to turn to exercise to move through them and pass them I think that that is a really common experience I think that we use exercise in particular ways sometimes and often it is to not feel things or to not get really real about what we might be feeling And I'm saying that as a huge proponent of exercise and a fitness coach. So I'm someone that recommends exercise and movement all the time for people to help us to move through things. But at the same time, I think that it is really beneficial to be able to not move our bodies and to be able to sit with that stuff as well and find other coping mechanisms or strategies to be able to turn inwards and be reflective. So that is what we have for you today. Thank you so much, Mel, for that question about how to cope without full exercise for active or athletic moms for that early postpartum chapter. Hopefully we've given you a few things to think about today. Really dial into what that motivation is to move your body in intense ways. Know that there doesn't have to be this period of time for that full six-week postpartum until that checkup to not move or to do something different than walking. That is is an absolute reality for many people you can be doing other stuff Um, it probably won't look like a crossfit workout but that really is not what the postpartum body requires for recovery and healing during that early postpartum period and also just really sit with this time period of not doing intense exercise to see what else you could give yourself here to feel good and whole On the next episode of To Birth and Beyond, Anita and I sit down to talk about the ways that we tried to prepare for a life with baby and toddler when we were in our second pregnancies. 
We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 